welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, my lovely. I am super, super, super excited for this week's episode and a massive thank you for joining me. I hope you're having a lovely week so far and I hope you're enjoying December. December because we are finally in the festive season and it's all very very exciting so I hope you're enjoying the Christmas vibes maybe you've got your tree up some lights going some candles on whatever your vibe is I hope you're having a lovely lovely December and spending it in a way that suits you and focusing on the things that feel important to you this month um so this week I've got um very interested topic to go through and it's been it's come from basically having lots of conversations um with not only my own clients but with some lovely lovely ladies through social media and it's about what to do when you're poorly from a place of nourishment because let's be honest the time of year that we're in now is the prime time of people getting poorly. Um, I feel like at the moment, I don't know if you've had it yourself, but there's quite a few different stuff going around, um, different colds. And uh, I just feel like, at least for the people I know, that things, some illnesses have been going around. And people are definitely getting poorly. And it's brought up a lot of um, conversations around like, what's my best way to approach this? Like, what's the things that I should do to support myself through this? So I thought it'd be really interesting to do a podcast episode exactly on that. So when you are poorly, you know the best way to maneuver through that in a way that supports your health and well-being and allows you to nourish yourself. So that is what we're going through today. So maybe you're poorly at the moment and you're giving this a listen for some advice or maybe you're not. I would still give this episode a listen because we all get poorly sometimes and these tips can really support you when that does happen. But obviously, before I go on into all of the juicy advice, I need to go through this week's crystal as always. You know me, love the crystals, the spiritual energy. So this week I have brought along Red Tiger's Eye. Now, if you've listened for a while, you will know this is one of my personal favourites. To be honest, it's definitely probably in my top five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by that because I absolutely love this crystal. And the reason I've brought it along today is Red Tiger's Eye is connected to the root chakra, which is our chakra at the base, which is all about grounding. It's all about connection. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this along is when we're unwell, I think it's very important to ground ourselves and give ourselves that permission to do the things that are best for ourselves in that moment. And Red Tiger's Eye is also a crystal that is promoting our wellness and our well-being, which once again, links fabulously into this week's episode. So we've got that Red Tiger's Eye energy going around today. We've got those wellness vibes, the grounding vibes going. And without further ado, let's jump straight on into this week's episode. So the first thing that I really want to say when it comes to um, what to do when you're poorly is we need to have 
a little bit of like a reality check with ourselves and um, a little bit of a shift in our mindset. Now, I'm not sure if you experience this right now or maybe you've experienced it in the past before, but sometimes um, when we get poorly, I feel like we can get annoyed at ourselves or we can feel guilty or we can feel like really negative about it. And maybe you've had a time where you've got poorly and you felt quite annoyed about it. And maybe you've got quite self-critical towards yourself due to being poorly, you know, thinking, oh, well, I don't, why have I got this? Or, oh, it's only me or I can't do X, Y, and Z. And we start beating ourselves up a little bit. Like I know from like past experience, I would feel like that. It wasn't annoyance that I was ill, it was because it was going to be preventing me from doing stuff and I'd get very, very self-critical. Now, one thing that's really important to remember here is you are human and like life's life, isn't it? Like getting unwell is going to be a part of life, like it's going to happen sometimes. So I think the first step when it comes to getting um, poorly is having the acceptance that we can get unwell sometimes and we can get a cold or, um, you know, we can get the flu or we can get a sickness bug. Like these things can sometimes happen. When we have the acceptance around them, that is gonna be a very key step to helping you move through when you are unwell because you're gonna support acting from a place of nourishment. Because if we look at it this way, if we have somebody who doesn't accept it and they get very annoyed at themselves, very self-critical, feel very negative around it and and they let that sense of annoyance and guilt take over, not only may they not allow themselves to rest, which could potentially lead to them getting worse, but also it's not allowing them to act in a place of nourishment and doing what's actually best for them. Whereas if we step into this place of, I accept that I can get unwell, life's life, this can happen. When we do get unwell, we can be like, oh, okay, I know that this can happen. I'm just gonna nourish myself because we've already got the acceptance before we've even got unwell. Now that's very, very important and this will support how you respond, but also how you feel when you're unwell and it will allow you to feel more positive, not, I don't know if positive is the right word because it's not nice being unwell, but you will feel um, like it's more easier to move through because you've got that acceptance and that sense of compassion already. So that's gonna be like the first step, really accepting that it can happen. Like, is it the most ideal? Absolutely not. Do we want to be unwell? Absolutely not. But we just accept sometimes it happens. Now, I really, really want you to start shifting your focus. Now, if you're anything like I used to be or anything like um, what I help women work through as well, is that sometimes what we can do is we can feel very guilty and very um, overwhelmed sometimes by being unwell. And it's that element of guilt of like, oh, um, maybe, you know, you're not going to the gym and there's that guilt there and there's always that worry. That's gonna be something that we wanna work through. Now, no matter what journey you're on right now, no matter what you're working towards, whatever your goal is right now, if you listen to this podcast, I'm pretty sure one of your big focuses and priorities is your health and wellness. Like that's important. You may have specific goals that you're working towards within that, 
but as the predominant like if we're going to like describe your journey in a very like um basic way it's it's supporting your health and wellness and that's one thing that a lot of us want to work on so what we have to do when we're unwell is ask yourself in these moments what actually is going to nourish me and what is going to be the right approach for me right now because if we um think of it this way now maybe you're somebody like i used to be who was very much um subject to a lot of the um like fitness extremes where we're like oh you you need to work out all the time and you need to do this and you always need to be on the go and that you shouldn't rest and we can have these beliefs shaped that having that rest is a bad thing or you know missing doing some exercise or being less active is a really bad thing and this often is what leads to us feeling guilty because we have these uh, beliefs whether they're conscious or subconscious that certain things are negative I know for me from past experience I felt like in the past if I didn't hit a certain step goal or if I wasn't hitting workouts for the set amount that I knew I should do, I would be an absolute arsehole to myself is the nicest way I can put it. And I'd feel very guilty for that, for like maybe missing a workout or taking some time off when I was poorly. And it was a very, very vicious battle. And I know for me, and I will put my hands up and say like there was times in the past where I pushed through and I shouldn't have pushed through. I should have listened to my body, but I wouldn't allow myself and this is what the key is, we have to allow ourselves to actually do what is best for us in that moment. So this is where we go on to ask ourselves, what is the most nourishing thing I can do for myself right now? How can I approach this in a way that's going to put me first, my health, my well-being first? Because that is the, the, the focus of the whole journey like health and wellness and looking after your mind and your body and your soul so when we can ask ourselves that not only does it support the action we take moving forward but it also supports the mindset we have around it because we're now taking away that feeling of worry or at least reducing it because we're going, actually, my health and nourishment is important. So I need to show up in a way that is going to allow me to do that. And this is going to be really pivotal because once again, like your body, your mind, your soul, we we work on that. We incorporate healthy habits, boundaries, routine to nourish us as a being, our mind, body and soul. And the same still applies when we're poorly. Maybe, you know, usually you go, oh, I'm going to be more active because it nourishes my mind and my body. But maybe now it's going, I'm going to reduce that a bit because that's what's going to support me. So that's the first thing you really need to ask yourself. Now, I am going to go in a few more areas to delve into that a little bit more in specific when it comes to exercise and like nutrition because I do think that that is one, um, one that we can struggle with a little bit when we are unwell so when it comes to exercise this is like very in a very very interesting one so the kind of rule of thumb is if you have a symptom that is under the neck then you need to avoid training and with this we have to kind of hold ourselves accountable to that because it's going to nourish us best. 
Now this links back to what I said earlier, when maybe we enjoy, um, you know, maybe doing workouts and we enjoy stuff like that, or maybe we do it regularly and then we get poorly and we reduce it and we worry. But once again, what we say to ourselves here is, by me not training, I'm actually nourishing myself because that's gonna be a key step for me getting better. And right now, my mind, my body and my soul needs to get better so it can feel more flourished and it can feel more energized and I can feel better again. So that is like your key focus when you're unwell. So what exercise can do is it can temporarily impact your immune system, which is why we want to avoid it, especially when it's under the neck. So the focus here when it comes to exercise is you want to focus on using your energy to get better, not overusing it through trying to do a workout at the gym, for example. So you don't want to overdo it. But also, we don't want to impact our immune system when we're already trying to fight something off. Do you see? So sometimes what can help here is when we think about it internally, because when maybe, like I linked back to earlier, when we've done like extremes or stuff before, we've been in like quite um strict routines, we can struggle to allow ourselves to do this. And I think we focus sometimes on the the external. So, oh, well, I'm not working out or I'm not being as active and we focus on the external. But when we can look internally and we can think about what's actually going off in our body, it allows us to go, oh, I understand why I need to rest. Because if I exercise, I can impact my immune system temporarily. It means that I could overdo it to prolong getting better oh, now it makes more sense as to why I need to rest. I'm going to allow myself to do that because we know that that's more of a nourishing thing to do. So the most nourishing thing you can do with exercise is obviously what I've just gone through and then focusing on going a little bit steadier. That's obviously quite different for people. For me, I'm just going off personal experience here. I don't worry about like my... I predominantly do more like weight-based um workouts and some like hit stuff so I switch that training and I focus on doing things like yoga because that just works for me I enjoy moving my body in some way because I feel nourished because of that but the yoga is very gentle and it's not putting any intense pressure on my body that's what I do um dependent of like once again, what's actually wrong with me and what I've got that make me unwell. I'll still do some steady walks, but that's that's very like individual dependent to what you're experiencing. So as you can see here, we just switch doing something steadier. If we still feel nourished through movement of the body, which might look like doing some yoga or something like that, or something very gentle, bit of movement around the house. So we can do that. But we are going to, as if we're bulleted, pointing it down. Symptoms under the neck, avoid training. Exercise can temporarily, temporarily impact your immune system, which is why we want to avoid that. Also as well, like especially if you train at the gym, like we don't, we don't want to be passing all our germs to the people. So that's another reason not to go because we don't want to be spreading that around. And we want to use the energy to get better and not overdo it through exercise. So go for something steadier and give yourself that permission to rest. Now, leads me on to my other point as well. As I briefly touched upon, we can feel guilty for rest sometimes. And I know we've all heard the saying, yeah, but rest is productive, which it is. And also, 
flipping your mindset around rest, going, oh, rest is the most nourishing thing for me right now, I would definitely recommend that. Another thing you could do as well is start getting curious about why you feel guilty. You will always hear me say like getting curious is one of the keys to your growth. So why do you feel guilty? What can you do to soothe that feeling of guilt? What beliefs do you currently have, whether it's conscious or subconscious, around food and exercise? Because in that way, you can begin to kind of unpick and unravel your guilt around maybe not exercising. And you can start to understand why you're feeling that way and what you can do to support moving through that. So that's a very, very interesting one to do. So if you do find yourself feeling guilty, ask yourself, why do I feel guilty? What can I do to soothe that feeling? And what beliefs do I have around food and exercise? And then that way you can begin to understand why you're feeling guilty and take action to move on from it. If you do feel like you need more guidance with like getting curious around your behaviors around like food and exercise, your body or your beliefs around them, just go over to my Instagram at bestrong.coach and drop me a DM over there and we can start having a little bit of a conversation where I can give you a little bit more guidance or if you know you're somebody who wants more in-depth support with those areas then if you just go to the link in the show notes you can apply for coaching. I have currently got some coaching spaces available and there's also an option to pay um, a deposit to secure your space in January so you can kind of split it up a little bit and you can start in January if that works best for you so if you just go to the link in the show notes um you can apply in there obviously we'll have a chat to make sure that we are absolute soulmates and we're going to be the dream team um but that is an option to help you delve a little bit more into your growth so that's in there um and then we can have a bit of a chit chat off the back of that but back to what I was saying as well getting curious is going to be very very important the next thing I wanted to go through is the nutritional side of stuff So everybody can be different. Now, first of all, I'm going from a perspective of if appetite drops. So if your appetite does drop, you want to continue eating. When we look at like mindfully, uh, listen to your fullness, listen to your hunger, that principle would suggest, oh, well, you know, don't have anything. But once again, what's the most nourishing thing I can do for my body? And it's probably going to be giving her food, giving her fuel, giving her nutrients because she needs that to get better. It's asking yourself like, how can I gift my body? Like you're treating your body with respect because we love and we nourish and we respect our body. So how can I, how can I gift her? And you're probably going to go, oh, well, I want to give her some nutrients. I want to give her fuel. I want to give her sufficient meals. So make sure if appetite does drop, that you're still giving your body the fuel. Because if we don't eat, then we're not going to have the fuel to get better and we're not nourishing ourselves. So that's if appetite is lower. Whereas if you're somebody who finds that you have the urge to overeat, maybe have like a bit of the all or nothing mindset, what you want to ask yourself is how can I comfort myself away from food? So to start like breaking that that pattern, what can you do to start comforting yourself and to soothing yourself that isn't food related? And then you can also in this moment, like remind yourself that it's safe to rest because I think sometimes the all or nothing mindset, we go from that approach of 
I need to do everything. If I can't do everything, I do nothing. But obviously when we rest, we're not doing everything. So we think, ah, fuck it, I'll do nothing. I'll just overeat and then write it off. But it's actually going, it's safe to rest. And this is just a lifestyle. Like these things can come up once again, having the acceptance around it. So we can just act in the most aligned and nourished way to then start breaking that all or nothing mindset. So that's what you can do for the nutritional side of things when it comes to either lower appetite or if you notice um, that urge to comfort eat, start asking yourself. I would recommend journaling through this personally, like write down like, how can I comfort myself away from food? Like what helps me feel soothed from this feeling or what emotions are coming up when you're poorly? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel annoyed? Do you feel frustrated? If so, what things can you do to start soothing those emotions? And then you can work through that. So that's another thing that you can do. And that's an activity that I'd recommend off the back of this to start delving into it a little bit more. So that is how I'd go about when you're unwell, from a place of wellness and looking after your health, because acting from a place of nourishment is you prioritizing your health. We sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves and we put so much on our plate that we we just neglect our health and our health and our wellness is so important all areas of our health as well. I feel like when we say health, we just think of physical results. Like that isn't the definition of what health is. We've got so many aspects of our health and wellness and it's so much more than just that. So we need to nourish ourselves to prioritize our health and focusing on how you can gift your body when you're unwell. And if you follow those key points, not only will you be nourishing your body, um, gifting her looking after her you also just start shifting your mindset and start knowing that it's safe to lean back a little bit and it's safe to like lean into that rest and lean into a bit of a steadier pace because that's life and we have to get comfortable with allowing ourselves to change you know sometimes we 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 put a bit more effort and sometimes we lean back a bit but it's safe to do that. And ultimately, we need to act from a place of nourishment. And when we can check in with that, we make sure that we're moving forward and we're looking after and doing the things that are actually best for us and supporting us. So I do hope that that episode has given you some guidance and some insights of what you can do moving forward. And I do hope that it's um, landed with you and it's given you what you needed to support you on your journey. As always, if you do have any questions off the back of this or anything else you want to know, just head over to my Instagram. The link is in the show notes and you can drop me a DM over there. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you do have. If you're not on Instagram, you can also drop me an email and I've also got my email in the show notes as well so you can uh, get in touch with me over there. But thank you so, so, so much for joining me on this week's episode. I know I mentioned it earlier, but if you are wanting to delve a little bit deeper into your nourishment, your health, your wellness and embodying that more nourished version of yourself, that more confident version of yourself, then go to the link in the show notes and apply for coaching. We can have a chat and see if I can support you now or in the new year to start putting yourself first a little bit more. But thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I'm very, very grateful as always for you regularly listening. And on that note, I will speak to you in the next episode.